0: Everybody get ready, because it's coming. What's coming? It's approaching. The Insert Credit Podcast is here. Dracula, no, it's here right now. Dracula's dead. Oh good. Dracula's dead because we killed him, baby. We killed him yeah. all night long. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. This you, is uh, this is episode sixty nine of the Insert Credit Podcast, uh, starring myself, Tim Rogers, uh, and a couple of other noobish dudes who uh, somehow got the address to this Google Hangout. Uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should we uh, introduce ourselves,
1: or are you going to introduce us?
0: Your, it's your show, man. My name is Tim Rogers.
1: We got that. Oh, uh, my name, Frank. then, is... That's correct, Jaffe. My name is Frank, and my last name is Sefaldi. Sefaldi My name yeah. is Brandon Sheffield. My, hey, my la- my, my,
2: hey alphabetical Hi. order, guys. This is uh, Chaos. I, 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 I relinquish control for one episode. This is what happens. You can't Jaffe. tell Jaffe. me what to do. My yeah, you, you can't, can't my you were yourself. never in
3: you were never in the alphabetical order. I am powerless. You were never in the alphabetical order ever. You 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 can't talk about well, alphabetical well, order now when you you, you always I announce yourself. It comes
2: between
0: it, yeah, it comes between
2: F and S. F and
0: S. C and S, C and S. Uh, yeah, C and
2: S. Yeah, counter and strike
0: Uh you guys didn't I'm even sick, let me uh buddy. you guys didn't even let me append the uh the, the little tiny micro-question to the, the names. That's true. You, you didn't even let me do that.
2: Let's do it now. Okay. Let's do it now.
0: My name is Tim Rogers, and my favorite video game format is the... Uh, I'm going to have to say I like the DVD-ROMs uh, from the mm. PlayStation 2. I like that one. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: my name is Frank Cifaldi, and uh, my favorite video game format, and I apologize in advance, Brandon, is the U-card. God damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no
1: rules well, against
0: uh, picking the same thing. True. Yeah. Alex go, Jaffe, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Alex
2: Jaffe. And uh, my favorite video game format is actually the uh, Nintendo DS card, because I like the little clicky noise it makes when you put it in and out.
0: I love that one as well. Yeah. I like that one as well. Well, I'm Brandon Sheffield,
3: and I guess probably my favorite video game format is also the Hue card. Ah, the Hue card. What can you god darn do about it? There's just nothing you can do. It's really cool. Actually,
0: maybe I want to... Like, if there were better games on this particular format... I would say my favorite format is the Nintendo sixty four cartridge because it's so solid. More like mean, really, it's just so brick solid. But it's like there's not enough cool games on there. Well, I kind of
1: right. feel the same way about the Neo Geo cards too. It's
0: just like, oh man, there's a game in here. This is there's a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's all that, all that work is in there. All that tasty. All that big, and fresh. There's like
1: thirty two megabits at least in this thing. This is a big
0: old game burger in there. Uh, <laughs> So, so this is the Insert Credit Podcast, 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 episode number 69. That's uh, episode Yin-Yang, that's episode uh, Zodiac Sign for Cancer, it's everything. We're going to mm-hmm. be talking about Giant Enemy Crabs, we're going to be talking about uh, Zen Meditation, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to be talking about guessing what number it is I'm thinking, the answer being 69, dudes. Uh, mm-hmm which is a reference to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure
2: it's also my favorite aspect ratio uh, 6 to 9
0: yeah I like 6 to 9 um, so the rules of the podcast are and uh, you would know this if you've seen the podcast before which uh, you know you can see the podcast if you go to facebook.com slash Podcast or uh, whatever If you, know, you can do that if you want uh, the rules of the podcast are that I have questions I ask a question uh, you have 6 minutes to answer the question uh, the, the truth is, there really isn't an answer to any of the questions. Uh, we just do this to structure and keep things moving so that people don't get bored, especially so that we don't get bored. Yeah, especially uh, that. And the first topic, I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and say, question number one, uh, here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing as it is Thanksgiving week, uh, I'm going to ask a question, and I, I want you to actually be as sentimental and thoughtful as possible with this question. Uh, ready? Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't give me any dumb jerk fake irony. And I'm Got not. It, g- don't worry, I'm not going to put this prefix on every question. Don't give me any <laughs> dumb jerk fake irony. What if you had to uh, to thank video games for something? What would you thank video games for? What are you most thankful for? Re colon video games.
3: Oh well, that's pretty easy for me. I would thank video games for giving me a career. Thank
1: you. Yeah, I mean that's that's my answer too. I mean I we I, I'm happy to elaborate on that, uh I guess, but like it it's really pretty cut and dry answer for me It's my career. And uh I'm thankful that I have a career that I can be sort of creative in and and sort of pay, carve my own path through, which I've been able to do for uh about 10 years now. Um and it's all cuz of video games and my liking them. So Yeah. Uh,
3: but I guess I could also say that I'm thankful for video games for some of my friendships, actually. Yeah. Because while video games weren't the thing that made them happen, it without without you know something like insert credit to group people around, I probably wouldn't know any of you guys at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. And it's pretty cool that I do. So I'm I, I guess that's a good one.
2: Well, in first grade, I was playing a Super Mario Land for the Game Boy, and I was having a real tough time with uh, one of the levels. And I met this guy in Carpool, and I said, hey, I'll be your best friend if you could beat this level for me. And he did, and we are still best friends. So I guess I'm thankful for that. <laughs> That's, That's <pretty>
0: fantastic! That's a good one. <laughs> That's excellent. That's the exact kind of story I wish to... Uh... Uh, somebody would bring up during this. I I want to say that I I would thank video games for uh, uh, helping me appreciate uh, I don't know helping helping me phrase and understand some of the frustrations I've always had with uh, the uh, the interface elements of living a human life. Uh, I can uh, I can understand my own frustrations about the world better by uh kind of compartmentalizing them and what I find wrong with video games or what, what I like about video games. I think Super Mario sixty four is a good example. Uh I, I played that game and I was just like, yeah, this is how uh how you should make one of these three D games, not one of these games like Tomb Raider. And suddenly like I just I could feel myself becoming critical of stuff and appreciating stuff more. I guess that kind of ruined my life yeah. uh, in a really sure. large respect. I guess largely uh, on the whole on the average that that has actually ruined my whole adult life, but uh, yeah I, I get I made some friends. I got a lot of Twitter followers because of video games.
1: yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna say more than my career though it's like especially with the the lost level stuff, it's like video games have sort of given me a, a, something to fight for, you know like like mm. almost a purpose. And I, I, think, I think I'm think going to be more thankful for that than uh, any kind of career um, for sort of defining me as, as, you know, that Lost Levels guy, oh, which uh, I'm pretty darn proud of. So thanks for that, Video Games.
2: I was a really weird kid in elementary school. Uh, I had some problems, and uh, no one really wanted to spend any time with me. So Video Games gave me something to not think about that. So I could just kind of not feel like I was alone and cry. So that was nice.
0: I guess that was video games for me uh, in high school. I uh, I played those Final Fantasy games. You know? Uh, those Final Fantasy games. Just I played them over and over again, especially Final Fantasy 6 where you have some sort of control over what happens, what goes on in the narrative. It It was neat to have that sort of world where I could participate in stuff. It's like there was stuff I wanted to do in high school. I wanted to be in plays or I wanted to play sports, but I was just some fat, mute kid, you know. And I was like, well, I guess I can't do those things. So I played video games, and I had a good old time.
3: I think for me it was similar, but almost opposite-ish, where I really enjoyed playing video games as a thing to do by myself and think about by myself away from my friends. Like none of my friends in high school, I think they played video games, but we never talked about them. And mm-hmm. Sometimes they'd be like, "Man, that PlayStation, you got that Wipeout on there?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I haven't played that. I don't have a PlayStation." And that was—that was, that was our discussion. Then I'd go home and play Dragon Force on the Saturn, <laughs> and it was super awesome.
0: Oh, DF.
3: And uh, you know, s- stuff like that. That was uh, my experience with vi- with video games was something that you do by yourself for self-enrichment. That that is is it's not a repla- it wasn't a replacement for anything it was it was just i don't know i guess for me it was it was a pure a pure entertainment thing which was nice
0: that's its cool
3: own, its own kind of escapism i guess
0: i like that yeah i guess i had a good time with video games as well yeah i uh i mean when i started making friends and then you know i for some reason my friends just all kind of played video games so I guess, and we sort of like the same games. I had a neighbor, college. My neighbor Keith, uh, who I now follow on Instagram, he uh, he had like all the same games that I did, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's really cool," and he was a very much a different kind of person from me, you know. And uh, it's like, I meet this guy, but he had literally my exact video game collection, my, like except uh, he had Legend of Dragoon, and I had a. Uh, uh gears and we just uh, it's like let's trade these games and then play them and then we'll each have played all of each other's video games and it was it was pretty neat
3: yeah I had a similar thing to that with uh, with Vince Vincent, Vincent Deamonte, Diamante. co-founder of of insert credit and audio guy for that game company which one uh, that cool. one, he uh, he and I met in college so you guys know this story but he and I met mm-hmm. in college due to us being the two guys that had Dreamcasts because it was not out in the US yet and so we could
0: we could trade games with each other and that was a cool that was a cool time that is the end of uh, my first question yes cool did you like my uh, my sound effect that uh, signified i just said that is the end of the, my first question that's pretty so here's no, question number cool. 2 question number 2 Question two, number 2 to do when did mm-hmm. you get your first television. Your first television that was all yours and that you didn't have to share with anyone else.
3: Go. Okay, so that does I guess college doesn't count because it was my television, but other people wound up using it because it was in a dorm room and there's nothing you can do in that scenario but let people use your TV. So I guess my when I first got when I got my first television was probably as soon as I moved out of my mom's house, which was eight months after I graduated from college, which means uh, August of 2004.
0: August of what? 2004, less than ten years ago.
3: Less than ten years ago, and in fact, that television is right here in front of me. It's it's that 32 inch Vizio that I 32 that inch Vizio.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh- I got mine in 2002, uh, before Brandon even. Uh, it couldn't. I don't get any stations on it, but it was something I could uh, hook up the GameCube to. Oh, the uh, GameCube. Before that, I had. Before that, I had to play games in the shared living room, and then I got my own television when uh, my parents got a better television in an auction. Do you uh, have so a...
3: Jaffe, Do you have a private living room in there as well as a public one, or? As well as a shared one, or is it? Just... Uh, I, I
2: I was just signifying that. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody got to use the TV. I got pretty good uh,
3: jokes uh, over here, Jaffe. I don't know if yeah, you can get that's that. That's really good.
2: You're, you're you're a real card, Brandon. It's yes, a real joke, uh, bro. Is yeah, you're a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your real card, and that card is the card that the rules are printed on that
0: everyone throws out after they get their back. Oh no! At least, oh, I, know, at least I know the rules. That was a really good joke, that Jaffe. Nice. Sick burn. <laughs> How about so,
1: you, Frank? I'm pretty sure my first one was the result of my mom getting a new TV for Christmas. Uh, not from me, for my grandmother. And so I kind of inherited the old one. And I think I would have been about 13 at the time. I had a yeah. crappy old TV with knobs in my room. And uh, I think it was probably around the same time I got my Genesis in 1992, uh, which wouldn't be 13, that would be 10 Maybe I was ten. Maybe I was ten. You were
0: ten years old when you got a TV for the first time. Maybe because That's I'm, I'm crazy. Ju-
1: trying to. Th- well, it's not like it, the thing is it wasn't purchased for me. It's like, well, we've got another TV now. I guess we'll just put this one in your room, because my mom, uh, like I don't know. She she didn't really watch TV in her room. She she had no desire to. So it just kind of fell on me. So I had a TV when I was maybe ten. I don't know. My mom's probably watching this. Why don't you uh? Text me, Mom, if you can remember when I got my first TV, because that, that seems to be my memory, but I could be uh, wrong here.
0: So I, I had a TV that I had to share with my brothers. So actually, the, the cool thing is when I wrote this question, I uh, I wrote it just off the top of my head right before this uh, podcast because I thought it would be interesting, and then I realized I didn't really. Because I have these memories of playing video games. Uh, like on Christmas, we would play them in the living room because we'd like just... Uh, when we first got the Nintendo, for example, we played it in, on the living room TV until my dad got mad at uh, that that nonsense that we oh, were doing. Oh, the mad dad! Yeah, mad dad. Yeah, uh, my yeah, yeah, John dad in football. Yeah, right? <laughs> and
1: uh, he mad would dad be like, football.
0: he would be all upset at this that nonsense that we were doing with the TV, and he'd be like, you know, okay, you boys got to take that into your room. And we had a smaller TV in me and my brother's room, and it was. Uh, it was like an old TV that my parents had had in my dad's office or whatever and uh, we had to all share that TV and uh, by share it it meant uh, whatever my little brother wanted to do with it, he got to do until he uh, stood up and kind of just like rotated and then walked away, right? And then we could like, when we were sure he was like at least 20 feet away we could do whatever we wanted with the TV. But uh yeah, like I had to sit there and watch my big brother die in Ninja Gaiden and scream at the screen. And I, I just didn't have my own TV or my own bedroom ever, really. It's really depressing.
3: Yeah, I didn't have my own bedroom till I moved out because uh, my, uh, I mean, technically it was my own bedroom, but it did not have a door and th- once we it got a computer, happen. the computer was inside of there. So when I woke up in the morning, there's my mom on the computer. So that certainly doesn't feel like my own bedroom.
2: Wait, I've, never, you... I've never slept in an adult-sized bed other than times I've stayed at a hotel.
0: <laughs> you will someday, Jaffy. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll get there. <laughs> Don't, Don't you worry about it. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm personally taking your situation uh into consideration. I was every day. I, uh, don't this
3: worry. Is, this is kind of an aside, but I was just watching that Louis C.K. Oh, L.C.K. Or that Louis show, rather. Louis show. Oh, the Louis, Louis program. Yeah, yeah, the Louis program. Yeah. And and in there, he was. He had a bit where he was in a hotel, mm-hmm. and he was he was definitely echoing my hotel behavior, because you know, like the the housekeeping call him up oh, and yeah, they're like, yeah. hey, hey, hey do you want us to clean your room? And he's like, no, I put on the Do Not Disturb thing. And they're like, well, we didn't know if you wanted us to not disturb you or to clean your room. It's like, that's what it means. <laughs> I had then,
0: uh, I had a housekeeping walk into my room of uh, the Ramada in downtown L.A. a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Just walk right in, and there I am uh, sitting balls naked on the bed. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And I'm like, there's a Do Not Disturb sign out there. It's like, oh, well, it's time for us to clean the room, though. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. oh.
1: Okay. Sir, it's nine a.m. You should. That's the thing that happens. To yeah. circle anyway, so, things
2: around, uh, the first time I played video games on a TV was in a hotel. Oh, uh, that's fantastic! With Tetris with my mom.
0: Oh, uh, so I I wanted to say the first time I owned a TV of my own, uh, so I, I I my parents got me a TV when I went to college, which was amazing. They they like bought me a TV. I had to pay for my own college, but they bought me a hundred dollar, nineteen inch Sharp TV. I took that TV to college, but. I would wake up with my roommate watching NASCAR on it every morning, right? So it's like it wasn't actually my TV. Every morning there was NASCAR. Oh, you? Yeah, I I love how you're surprised at that. Keep that innocence,
1: baby. There's a daily NASCAR.
0: Yeah, I thought there was like a weekly. There are daily television programs about NASCAR. Man, I thought thought it
3: happened once a year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you keep you keep that ignorance too, Brandon. Is there there a NASCAR
2: season or is it all year long?
0: There's a season. Uh, there, Man, there's I, a season I, where I, there are weekly races. You're thinking of the
1: Indianapolis 500.
0: Brandon. The Indianapolis 500 is a. Uh, no, I, well, I'm actually <laughs> not. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, I had that TV, and then I would take it back to my parents' house uh, during uh, breaks. But then, sure. you know, during breaks, I wasn't playing video games in my room. I was, you know, somewhere else. So th- the the first time I had a TV that belonged just to me. Was in the year 2005, I bought a 40-inch Sony Bravia, and uh, had me a good old time. In that in Brandon's, Japan. yeah.
2: Brandon, so out of the loop that he thinks an Indy 500 is a massive game jam.
1: Hey, nice. 500 isn't that many people. I think that I remember my television history. Actually, was I had I had the one that I inherited, and then when I left. Uh, I bought a little 9 inch because I had this desk with a little cube in it, and the 9 inch just fit perfectly in it. And I was like, Yeah, there's a TV in this cube now. I can play GameCube in my cube. Um, And (laughs) then I bought a, when I got my first apartment that was just mine, I got a like 20 inch just CRT thing. And then I got. This guy here, if, you, if you're watching, in uh, 2006 in Atlanta, it's a DLP. Georgia. It's a DLP. Still going strong. And then I've got my 25-inch uh, RGB monitor that I got in 2007, uh, I believe. So yes,
3: yeah, so I currently have five televisions. Nice. I because currently
0: have one television because you know, that's all I need. And it I, looks needed, like that. I needed more TVs. Boom, baby. Boom
3: I've, baby. I've been told that maybe I need one or two more televisions.
0: You could get a big TV. Yeah, I think mean, I think you'd be the better for it, but yeah, you'd have to reconfigure your living room. I've yeah. owned two televisions in my life, 40-inch Sony Bravia in Japan and a 70-inch Sharp Aquos right now. And I've enjoyed both of them.
1: And you had the crappy one that we had to help you move that didn't work.
0: I never used Yeah, I never used it. That doesn't it count. was yours. You had it. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't – I mean, it was plugged in for a total of one minute. It's like, yeah, this doesn't work. Anyway, that question has to be over. because right. it, went, it went long over. But that was a... That that yielded more interesting discussion than even I could foresee. But how uh, about this next question? Okay. How okay. about it? Okay. Well, actually, we're just going to skip a couple of these. Okay, <laughs> so here you go. Here's one. Uh, the other day, me and Frank played The Adventures of Batman and Robin for uh, Super Nintendo. We played mm-hmm. it on a live stream, which you can view on twitch.tv slash action button. Uh, I, I archived it. Um... And then after that, uh, one of our viewers and uh, internet friends played The Adventures of Batman and Robin for Sega Genesis, and while watching that game, it occurred to me that, Lord, this is definitely... like I, I i had this question pop into my head, which was, I wonder what the prototype looked like at the exact moment the director said to the producer, yeah, I think we've got something that's Batman enough, right? Like, Like, that game, obviously, was not a Batman game, right? Because in this game, Batman is hurling thousands of projectiles per minute, right? Just just throwing thousands upon thousands of projectiles per minute at uh, these... I mean, he's basically a guy with hundreds, a machine gun. Yeah, just at these hundreds of yeah. enemies. He's a human machine gun. Where does he get those wonderful toys, as the Joker asked? Literally, where,
1: does he, where does he store literally, those wonderful toys? Yeah, literally, where, where is he
0: getting them? Is he manifesting them out of thin air? So... Uh, I just want to say, let's talk about licensed video games sure. that, uh, what What do you think is the biggest case of discrepancy between character and licensed video game that you can Ooh. think of off the top of your head? We're not uh, going to arrive at a consensus, but it could be. No. well,
3: there's oh. so many from Japan that fit yeah. the
0: bill yeah, yeah, but what are the what is the best one what is be- uh, best
3: in terms of fun? Or, or in terms most... of
0: your own nebulous criteria that you make up off the top of your head. All right. Because well... I think that Batman is a pretty close yeah, one for me. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty good, good one. one, yeah. Because um, that, that game is just so weird in well, how it's like, you're just constantly shooting hundreds of thousands of projectiles at dudes. I'm,
1: I'm sure DuckTales started as something else uh because that's actually I, I happen to know that that Capcom did things that way. I know that Rescue Rangers was not a Rescue Rangers game to begin with. I assume the same of DuckTales because really like when did Scrooge McDuck ever hop on his cane? Like that's not He a did cane.
0: always have a cane though. He had a cane. Yeah. But... And he and he also did have a friend who was an inventor. Yeah. So been. not much of a stretch for that like they they could, well, like I don't could at least think... as a six year old justify it in your head be like yeah, maybe his inventor friend uh, invented him a pogo cane. So um, I, it's
1: possible I, that the team knew a little bit about the fiction of DuckTales, but right. I do know that the production of DuckTales was an American producer uh, via fax overseeing a Japanese team that would send her EPROMs uh, yeah. uh, of the game and development. So I would think that if, like, the the uh, Pogo thing was inherently you know, thought of as being from the character. It would have come from our side, but I don't think that's the relationship they had. So, I don't think so.
2: Okay, I think the biggest discrepancy is probably uh, the Popeye game from uh, 1980. Uh, first of all, they gave Popeye a mustache and put him in overalls. And never him over any barrels in the series. Yeah. Uh, they, they turned Bluto into a big gorilla. Uh, it just doesn't resemble the original property at all.
0: Oh, a little bit of a donkey call joke. I get you. Mm-hmm. I get you, Jaffy. I got you. That's else? A
3: good one. Uh, there, man. There are a whole bunch of those. There's that Puss in Boots game. Mm-hmm. I guess that was relatively close. Is that? Um, is that a
0: license, though? I, I
1: think so. Which Puss in Boots game are you talking about? NES. Oh yeah, that was. Uh, wasn't that based on an anime or something? I don't know. Um,
3: I like I like those GI Joe games, but I guess just any kind of shoot man is pretty much okay for GI Joe. But the the NES ones had absolutely nothing to do. I mean, they didn't look like the show. No. But it was still the same basic concept. I feel like there's something there's something really huge that I'm missing. Yeah, I know. I I, I like know I know there is out there.
1: Like all all, all that European shovelware crap for the PS2. Like I'm sure a lot of that was just licenses painted on. Um, oh yeah, there's there's that god darn um, what's
3: what's it called? Uh, Eddie Murphy movie game. Uh, Beverly the, Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Where he's where he's white. Yeah. Where 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 he where he's white. <laughs> Sometimes, and but during the, in the, during the loading screens, he's white, and then
0: he's oh, like, that's yeah. actually a really good
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's Wait. and he's just
3: shooting everybody constantly. He's and yeah. he's just murdering everyone, and yeah. uh, which is not what happened in the film. Although I it's don't the think end. that's
1: a situation where it's like, hey, we have this shooter. Like I think it was just like, hey, make a Beverly Hills Cop game for three dollars. Maybe. Really, okay, let's <laughs> use the shooter engine we have. Um, um, is,
2: isn't the obvious answer iRobot uh, for the Atari uh, arcade?
1: Oh, that's, that's not a, really. It's not a license, though it just happens to use the name. But yeah. uh,
0: well, it's not. It's not based on the book by Isaac Asimov. No. I don't believe There's so. No connection at all. That's that's mean then to insin. Because somebody's going to insinuate a connection.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. that
0: book had been around for a long time. Yeah, I don't think there's supposed to be a connection iRobot. Oh, now. the uh, I got one. Yeah. The Grasshopper Manufacture game Contact, really yeah. weird adaptation of that Jodie Foster movie.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> true.
3: Pretty strange.
2: <laughs> no, oh. uh, what, is, what is weird is that the main, that the main antagonist in iRobot is Big Brother, which is from hmm. a completely different book entirely. It was
0: 1984, that's, that's yeah. interesting. So I was thinking while we were playing Batman that I want to make a I, – I, I wish <laughs> that there was a The Wire video game. That was yeah. based on. Uh, that was just like the Adventures of Batman and Robin for Sega Genesis. I Did think you figure really out who cool. Player
1: 2 is? Because Player 1 McNulty. Player 2 is Omar. Omar. You've Omar, got Omar. to be Omar. It's Omar yeah. and McNulty yeah. are, are your <laughs> well, two players. So he's got like the shotgun,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McNulty the first right. stage is you're walking through the garden.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was thinking that the camera can be fixed so that you're always running against the edge of the screen because you've got to watch your back through the whole game. <laughs> So you're always you're like always running, you can only see like an inch of the edge <laughs> of the screen.
2: Yeah. And it's an on rails game because you gotta stay on the straight narrow track.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. And I mean, well and then the final boss, tra- like you were explaining. Is the devil that you have to keep down in a hole. Yeah. Is the is the boss. And it's just the Satan devil. <laughs> and it's just, you're just shooting hundreds of projectiles. And I tweeted that, and I got a bunch of tweets at me that were like, would it be like a Mega Man game where you pick your stage? It's like, no, I just said it's going to be like Adventures of Batman and Robin on Sega like Genesis, god darn it. You know, it's going to be. A,
2: yeah, I have a lot of fun with that.
0: It's just going to be straightforward, five levels, one for each season, and you're just shooting everything, just shooting hundreds of dudes. I'm. <laughs> I mean, i do not know
1: why I'm coming up blank for this question because there's so many
0: examples and I know it. And I. I mean, there's there's total recall on the NES. There's. I don't. Uh,
1: I don't think that that was like a prototype of something.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. It. I don't think. Yeah. I think that was a case of uh, LJN just going. Yeah, we're going to make a game I guess. Yeah. Uh, what about what, what Die, Die Hard group. Arcade? Die Hard Arcade. Yeah. Die Hard Arcade's pretty good. Well, that yeah, it that actually that is was, pretty was, good.
1: Yeah, and and also and it's it's uh, well, and the question is favorite, and to Jaffe's point. Isn't the story that, like, they had a game and the guy just kind of looked like Bruce Willis, so they're like, maybe we should just license Die Hard? Yeah, that is pretty much it. Yeah. What so about
3: that's... that, that uh, Hunt for Red October game? For the
0: NES?
1: Yeah. Was that something else? Oh, but the Jaws like game,
0: game, the Jaws yeah. game for NES yeah. was really bad too. I yeah. feel like those are those are two similar games. Very
3: popular
2: speedrun game.
3: I mean, Frank, it it doesn't it doesn't need to have started as something. Yeah, it else. doesn't need to. No, I'm That's just not yeah. the question. The I, question. I, I didn't I didn't play the game, so it's just mis misrepresenting what the property is about. And Hunt for Red October on the NES is about shooting a bunch of uh, <laughs> ships down there, and it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that yeah. wasn't really what that movie was about. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, nothing gets shot at all in that movie. It's yeah. great. I mean,
2: all of the Simpsons video games have very
1: little to do with the Simpsons. True. Um, it's true. I like uh, Super Back to the Future 2 on Super Nintendo. It was about Marty McFly jumping on cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a
0: weird one, too. Oh, you picture him 1 for N- NES is pretty bad. I was going to yeah. say,
3: there's there's that... There's that Batman one that Frank and I have enjoyed watching on the Amiga, where where Batman has scattered all of the parts <laughs> of his Batmobile around his mansion and has to run through his perilous house yeah. to to get all his all the pieces and put it back together. Like that that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, the,
1: the, the plot is that Robin's kidnapped and you got to rescue him, but you can't go until your car works, and your car doesn't work until you find all six parts of your car. In in the Batcave, and the Batcave just <laughs> is just, it's just this labyrinth with like weird like dog creatures who want to kill you, and like uh, he ha- he owns at least eight of those uh, really terrible like umbrella stands that are made from actual like elephant feet. Like he yeah. owns like eight of those that he has to push around as a puzzle, and like there's spikes. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's really funny.
2: Um, there was the game uh, Gotham City Racer. Uh, for the PlayStation, where mm-hmm. you were Batman and you had to race all the Batman villains in your Batmobile and they all had funny cars as well. <laughs> and uh, it, r- rather than like fighting crime or stopping anything, you just raced the race. villains. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's pretty good. Man. There was uh, I think there was an elevator action that they just put Dexter's Laboratory on top of. Oh, um, man. There's a pretty good little uh, puzzle game uh, where you kind of lost Viking style, I guess, where you switch between three characters that all have different abilities to like try to get like all the keys and then open the door sort of thing uh that they just slapped uh Mary Kate and Ashley Olson over and it' was, like nice. Mary Kate,
0: Ashley Olson and a dog <laughs> like, uh, right. all right let 's go ahead and say <laughs> that 's the end of that question Mary Kate always Olsen end on Mary Kate Olsen. yeah, yeah, those Mary kate and Ashley they 're pretty cool yeah uh, they're i mean i 'd hang out with them can we get them on the show? Yeah, I can actually. I can call him up. Cool. All right. So, uh, next question is question number twelve. Um, I was uh, playing Forza Motorsports five or Forza five or Fivesa, yeah. as we call it. Yeah. Uh, I was playing it the other day on an Xbox One that I will admit does not belong to me. Uh, I had acquired it for a s- small period of time, and not
2: bought, not stole.
0: Did not buy, did not steal. I acquired it for a short period of time, and it was uh, so okay. First of all, 1080p, 60fps racing game. Cars feel good. Courses are good. Game's great, right? I mean, let's face it. I'm not going to buy an Xbox One, but that's god darn fantastic game they got there. Uh, uh, the music is really, really, really bad. In, in what in, way? In what I consider like a super fascinating way. Okay. Uh I actually think it's a really interesting way. I noticed Brandon is playing something on his iPad while we're talking. Uh, yeah. uh that it's, happens a it's lot. it's bad. Uh, uh so I actually for some reason was looking at C418's uh, Twitter page and uh he was he had said like a day ago that the music in Twitter's really bad. It sounds like a documentary about submarines, which is uh what it does sound like. And uh I also noticed like So my, my quip about it on Twitter was that it sounds like a Jerry Bruckheimer, Michael Bay double funeral. Like if they both <laughs> died of cancer within five minutes of one another, this is what would be scored to play. And I asked Kirk Hamilton and Kotaku if I can write an article about why it's the worst game of music uh, of the decade, and uh, maybe I will do that. He said, yeah. write it, and I said, okay. But uh, so, like, it's really bad. It's like symphonic orchestral, like, stuff that they'll play for uh, – uh, like sports highlights in like a movie about sports or like movie trailer <laughs> music, but it's playing while you're driving at 150 miles per hour. So my question is, and this is something that I has been on the tip of my tongue for a long time, uh, is video game music just basically dead right now? Is there mm-hmm. good video game music in anything?
3: Okay, so there is there is sometimes occasionally an
0: accident. Yeah, oh, okay, AAA. like... like Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's we can talk about the uh, other stuff.
3: Well, so near is not triple yeah. A, but should be. I mean, they wanted it to be. That was, it was almost triple A. They were going, AAA. going to
0: triple uh, A. At some point was in production, say, it was triple A.
2: It
3: say. has some of the best music that you can have mm-hmm. uh, in anything. Kichi Okabe
2: is going to score Dragon Guard Three. I'm
0: really excited about that.
3: Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Oh, and that cool. music
0: is actually pretty good so far, by the way. hmm Um, I, I've heard it in the trailers and all that.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of deadness to it, but, you know, then you got, like, your disaster piece, mm-hmm. and um, and Fez is not a AAA game, but it's, it's on the digital scale, it's up there.
1: Yeah. What was, what was um, that grasshopper game, the sort of horror game that... that Michigan? No, it was recent... 360 got, game that Tim started on at some point. Oh, Shadows, Shadows of the, the Darn. Yeah, Shadows of the Darn Danged. Yeah, they had, they had good music.
0: It was Akira Yamaoka, though. Yeah, yeah, that's you you but it
1: was still get a triple A game with good music. You get what you pay for there. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think the thing is there are Man. still good video game composers, but they are not being given interesting mm-hmm. direction a lot of the time. Like I, you know, like the this this. Motohiro Kawashima guy that I'm having do do the music for Oh dear, like anybody could have called that guy up on the phone and said, Hey, you want to do some cool music that doesn't sound like anything else for this game? And he would have said, Okay, yeah, I'll do that. But nobody did because, first of all, people don't nobody know, had the vision. and uh, second of all, they didn't, you know, they wouldn't know what to ask him once they got him. And mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta. I think it's 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 not. It's not all video game musicians fault, although some of it is. Some of it is just not people not caring that much or knowing that much about music in general, I think. And when it was simpler, it was easier to be more dynamic when when you just had like four channels of sound and stuff. And now that you got all this symphonic ability and whatever, you you got you got a lot more to think about and it's hard for people to figure out how to make that interesting. But there there's so many like cool things we could be doing with different polyrhythms and and you know sounds influenced by different cultures and and we're just yeah. we're just doing John Williams light over and over.
0: Yeah, it's like it it's this forza 5 music sounds like John Williams in a blender. It sounds yeah. like John Williams juice is what it sounds like. Uh, like you know. like it's I I mean I cannot stress enough how just absolutely substanceless it is. It's it's really terrible. And uh so I guess a good question here is I know this is the era of the the uh the custom soundtrack, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we we have the custom soundtracks now. Kids can have their own Spotify playlist or whatever to play while they're playing fours of five. But so I guess I guess the the question within this question is uh I mean, I think I've explained it well enough. It's like really thin, really bad John Williams music. Oh, I get it. Uh, it's get with it. no melody. It's uh, like like C-418 says, a documentary about submarines. It's really slow orchestra music while you're driving really fast and sideswiping dudes. And, you know, you can turn it off, right? But uh, so my question is why not put interesting music in Forza 5 specifically? Like yeah, for, I,
3: like, I can't imagine why you would want to do that. Like, it's it's a, you know, I think every time you make a piece of a video game, you should at least do your best to try and care about it. Yeah. You, you, you know, going fast in a car is a really cool thing. I like doing mm-hmm. it, and I actually like listening to really cool music while I do it. Me Probably too. Probably some other people do too. This so is why not explore that and, and see how you can push it and what, what cool things you can do.
0: See, I feel like listening to cool music in a car is probably one of the two things about driving a car that's cool. Yeah, right? it's, the it's other it's one right being, out there. Yeah, the other <laughs> one being yeah. driving the car. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Just driving the car, and then there's listening to the cool music in the car. And I realized that guys in these grand touring races uh, – uh, out there in the Europe, are probably not listening to any music at all in their car because their car doesn't have a stereo because that's five extra pounds that adds to the weight of the car or whatever. Yeah. So they put this orchestra music in there as what a representation of the human spirit or whatever. You know, you're already <laughs> playing a video game. Why not have some fun with it? So yeah. I think, like, why not give people like a bunch of soundtracks of original music and have like in-game radio stations, like like Outrun, where yeah. you can like change it. You choose an in-game radio station during at the beginning of the race and then you've got. Weird technique. I mean, I don't. I don't get why not. So we're talking about.
1: Well, I mean, I, the reason you don't do that is because that's like hours of music and that's really expensive. But like to your point, like well, it's yeah. not that expensive. It's,
0: it's not that ex- expensive. It's it's expensive, but so is renting a goddamn orchestra. Yeah, and and getting and like getting some guy who uh, I'm I'm I don't know for sure, but I know if I Google it, I'm gonna find out that the guy who composed the music to Forza is a. Uh, uh, has some sort of PhD in musicology and he's a composer in residence at some some esteemed university in England or whatever. I, I know that you're going to find a guy who costs them like a million dollars is what it's going to be if I look it up.
3: You know, I, so, I've, got, I've got another game that I'm going to do, I hope, after, oh dear, another driving game. And what I wanted to do for this, and we'll see if I can afford to do it, is... I actually wanted to have a music channel thing um like you would choose you would you would choose your music channel, but each channel would be composed by a different proper musician so i 'd have like my disaster piece channel and i 'd have my Kawashima channel and oh yeah oh. you know like that that would be a pretty sweet time uh, yeah. in my opinion I think we 're doing
0: a cool thing with video ball that is similar to that
3: yeah yeah you 've got your kind of a uh, collective going on it um and yeah, like man, Disasterpiece just sent me a piece of music for uh for Gunhouse uh yeah, yesterday. And and it's got a goddarn saxophone in it.
0: <laughs> like a real one?
3: No, cuz he oh. he not he doesn't have a real phone, real one, but it sounds pretty real. And it's it's like, man, why don't why don't why don't other people remember that there are other instruments aside from the guitar and the chorus and the strings? Like there are other things that you can do. There are other things you can put in a video game. It's There's, it's great to have a a saxophone and oh and yeah, this kind of like now now my music's having a sexy time for itself.
0: Yeah. So uh, Coda just sent me a track for Video Ball that has like a full George and Jonathan sounding synth horn section in it, and yeah. it just it just blew the the top off of my head. I just screamed about these amazing synth horns. It's got these synth horns and these Sonic the Hedgehog chimes in it. And That's it's cool. just like I almost threw up. Is how how good. It You'll is. have to you send that what, one. Through you know what I right? want to
2: hear more of in video game soundtracks? I want to hear what? more marimba.
0: I like marimbas and kalimbas. I like kalimbas as well. Yeah, they're they're all right. I want some more. Uh, I want some more like fuzz guitar sounds. You know, everybody just goes for like an overdriven guitar.
3: I got a anyway. go down didgeridoo in one of my songs. Yeah, oh,
0: right a did on. a Gary. You yeah. got a did in there. <laughs> Yeah. Did Gary doze? Yeah. There There's uh, some
2: good modern video game music. Uh, four new Persona titles were announced this week. Uh, Persona usually uh, provides some good music. Yeah, it's all
3: right. Oh, you know that Shin Megami Tensei 4? that's got some
0: great that's music. That's got excellent music yeah. as
3: well.
2: Um, so i, I caught myself singing some recent Pokemon tunes.
0: I guess my question that I had should have been... Uh, should have been why not put great music in Forza Five? Why yeah. not put interesting yeah. music in there? The reason is like, probably noobs. Yeah, noobs, nubs. Uh, Xbox Rubes. One, Microsoft—they got X Xbox owned. Is yeah, that the the answer. All yeah, right, I'm so. I'm happy with that answer. Uh, so my next question, uh, your guys are gonna like this one. This okay. is one that I did for Jaffe. Uh, uh, so I'm thinking of making a video game arcade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, making an arcade. And in this arcade, there will be TVs, and I can get any game consoles. I can get multiples of any console, right? And I just want to have a game arcade where all of the games fit into a theme, okay? And uh, I would like to invite you guys to bring games into my arcade. Okay. So, so I'm thinking that the first game I want to put in there, and I would like to hear your ideas, but I definitely want to put in the game Lave for uh, the Wii which is by Sandlot, and it's about uh, medieval fantasy warriors fighting dragons and monsters. And you have Wii Motion Plus controls for the sword, and it's just very snappy, and you have, like, Wii Motion Plus controls for the bow and arrow. So that's my first game, Regenlave. Uh, would you, any of you guys also want to contribute a game to my arcade? Give and me it your ha- suggestions. It has,
3: to be, it has to be console, or is it...
0: It's uh, any, any game. It can be a console game. It can be an arcade game. It okay. can be a board game. Fit, it has
1: to fit the theme. We have to figure out what the theme is. Yes, okay.
0: I'm oh, bringing the game Regan lave right the yeah. theme okay yeah. well
3: i mean i don't I don't wanna get too easy with this, but i I would bring uh, Earth defense force then
0: no, you can't no. bring earth defense Force okay
3: it's gonna fit the if it's gonna fit the theme uh you got Regan lave what now I'm trying to think of another game that I like. That that fits the kind of the world theme
1: of that game. Um, it doesn't have to be world theme, right? No, i I can can't. I can't
0: say what the theme is. I can only oh, okay. say that I'm. I'm bringing Reagan leave.
3: We're trying to hone in on the theme, so I'm trying to think of a game that. that oh, we're
0: can, trying to figure out the theme. Yeah. That, is, is, right. Okay. Ah. That's
3: basically what's happening here.
0: Okay. we right, out the theme. Fitting the theme. Um. Hmm. How about you jeffy? do you have a suggestion of a game you would uh, like to uh
2: I'm, I'm thinking there's got to be something about the interface but I'm, I'm I'm being cautious It's not about the game itself it's about how the game controls
1: um and I'm gonna need a minute or two
0: okay, uh, frank Frank Saffoldi, do you have a do you have a, a, a you, know,
1: uh, you know I've never played super Metroid so maybe in a, an arcade environment i I'd, I'd do that
0: mm, super Metroid no you cannot bring super Metroid. Brandon Dark. could bring Super Metroid if Brandon wanted to bring Super Metroid to my market. <laughs> oh. All
1: right, but I know you I could is.
0: not bring Super Metroid. Oh,
1: but what is mine then? Okay, All <laughs> I right. get Brandon now. So
3: let's see. I should bring. Let me see. What should I bring? I would like to bring. Uh oh man, I've, I I know that. Oh, I would like to bring Alien Soldier.
0: Why would you want to bring Alien Soldier?
3: I would l- I would want to bring Alien Soldier because it is a uh, a game that I think is interesting, um, mechanically interesting, but I have not really played.
0: Those are good reasons, but you can't bring Alien Soldier to my arcade.
1: Uh oh! Can I bring uh, Can I bring Uncharted?
0: Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that that loud. My nose is stuff. <laughs> no, no, you could not. You could not bring. I can't bring Uncharted. Uncharted. Oh, arcade. I lost it. Then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep trying. You're, that's close though. Okay. Could
2: I bring Bonk's Adventure?
0: No, you could not bring Bonk's Adventure to my arcade. I'm sorry. Could I? No, you could not bring Bonk's Adventure either.
1: Man, I want to play Bonk.
0: Hmm.
3: This is really tough. Your so I would. Dude, I right? would also
0: like to bring. Yeah. I guess. Mm, yes. What What game could I bring? So you know, going with the. Hmm. So I would. I would. I would like to bring the game Ragnar the Japanese version of Crusader of Senti, which is a Zelda-like game with really good sword controls, with yeah. really neat swishing swords. I would bring that to my arcade as well. Okay. Um, Does anybody else have a suggestion for a game?
2: Um, I, I would bring uh, the game based on the Pokemon trading card game.
0: Pokemon the trading card game, the game? Yes. Why would you bring that?
2: Um, I would bring it because it's related to a thing I like, but not the thing I like itself, but has some interesting mechanics in its own merit.
0: I'm sorry, you can't bring that game to my arcade. Um, <laughs> right. could,
3: could I bring Bushido Blade?
0: I want to let you bring Bushido Blade, but I I can't. Oh, no. I Bushido Blade. So I'm uh, bringing Reganlave and Ragnacenti.
3: Okay, so two titles that start with R, which is probably a
1: coincidence...
0: It's probably it. It's either a coincidence or it's something I've engineered to uh, look like a coincidence. Well,
1: but Brandon can't
0: bring uh,
1: a Super Metroid unless we're going in alphabetical order. No, no, I I can bring. <laughs> you Super can Metroid. bring Super
0: Metroid, right? You can. I can't.
3: Oh yeah, Tim, I'll bring Super Metroid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you'll it? you'll bring Super Metroid. Sure. Okay, uh, so what? we
3: got one. We got one of uh, three games in there now. Uh, can I bring R-Type?
0: No.
2: It's, it's the r game I could think of. Can I, I bring would like R-Type bring, Final?
0: I would like you to bring R-Type, but I, I, I'll bring R-Type and R-Type Final. Oh, man. But still, Jeffy, you've contributed no games. Brandon, you've contributed mm. one game, but it was only after I told you you could contribute. Yeah, it. so it's true. It was, why don't you uh, think of was, another game that you could contribute? It was cheating. Um, you guys have 15 seconds to solve this puzzle. Can it bring I bring Titanfall?
1: Mean,
0: what? Uh, and bring Titanfall? No. Tetris Attack. Tetris attack, man. No, no. Cubert. Cubert. I like that game, but no, I, I can't. Uh, maybe I should bring another game. Yeah. Can
3: I? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Ah, uh, what would I bring? Gears of War. Final
0: answer. No, no. That's you're you're getting you're getting warmer. You're getting a lot warmer. But uh. Uh, I think I'm going to bring Red Dead Redemption as well
3: because it's well, a. That's another
0: R game. game. Yeah, but west. but
3: there's Super Metroid as well, so that's not it. Oh wait! There, there are oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! What this, game this, would you bring, Brandon? Don't this is, this don't is, is, don't spoil okay. the switch. All right, all right, I want. What games would you bring, Brandon? Um, I'm gonna bring Strider.
0: Strider? Why would you bring Strider? What do you like? I'm gonna about bring
3: it? Strider because it's uh, got a
0: ninja and a sword.
3: It's got a ninja and a sword, and I really like the environment of it. It takes place in that futuristic
0: Russia. That's pretty cool. That's good. That's excellent. How about can you, Frank? Jaffy, bring... okay. Jaffy, what? What do you want to bring, Jaffy?
1: Ragnarok yeah. Online.
0: No. I I will bring Ragnarok Online though, and you can play it at my corner of the arcade.
1: Can I bring Popeye?
0: You cannot bring Popeye. None of us can bring Popeye. No. Can I bring Ultima? Uh, You can't bring Ultima, no.
3: <laughs> you guys gotta crack the code.
0: <laughs> so, Brandon is bringing Super Metroid and Strider. Yeah. I'm bringing Regenlave and uh, Ragnacenti. And Red Dead, Red, Dead Redemption. Redemption. And Red Dead Redemption. Uh, G- Golden Sun. <laughs> so, we've got. No, I'm sorry, Alex Jaffe. You cannot shall, bring Golden Shall Sun. I
3: suggest another one? perhaps?
0: Yeah, what's, what's another one? Let's, let's see if there's yeah, another why, one.
3: Yeah, why don't I try to get um, let's see, I should get um, Silfeed on the on the Sega CD. On the Sega CD? That's, uh, yeah. I really like those those chunky old school 3D graphics. Old school 3D polygons. Nice, and nice. Would you
0: bring the working designs version with the English localization?
3: Yeah, the stupid English localization, yeah, yeah I'd bring that. So I've got Sylphie, I've got Strider, I've got Super Metroid. Tim's got Ragnosanti,
1: Reggae and and Red, Lave, and Red and, Dead Redemption.
0: Uh, Red Dead Redemption. How I'm about you? The how about you, Frank Sefaldi? What would you bring?
1: Man, I'm really not getting this
0: at all. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> so I'm going to bring, how about this? You just like, I, I'm going like, to bring
1: Joust, like, Joust,
0: guys. Yeah, Can bring Joust, Jaffy. All right, yeah. what else? Can you bring another one? Can you bring at least two? <laughs> can you bring at least two?
1: Yeah, I'm going to bring uh, Color a Dinosaur for the Nintendo. That's color a of Dinosaur
0: is a good one. You can actually yeah. bring that. Yeah, I'm welcome to have that. All right, cool. <laughs> we'll bring
1: that one. I really like that one because it's got, like, four dinosaurs in it. And, you can and yeah. there's a limited amount of colors. You can color them I'm, however you want.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready for
1: that right. one. Right.
2: I
0: would play that one all day.
1: I'm bringing the Jack and Daxter Trilogy, guys.
0: Jack and Daxter Trilogy. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You I'm going to bring, gonna, I'm gonna bring uh, Croc for the Saturn.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, you can bring that. All right, it looks like everyone has contributed at least two games to my arcade. This is going to be a really good arcade. Thanks a lot for that. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much, everybody. (laughs) Yep, that was fun. So, the next question. Uh, uh, So we've got two more questions left. God, I guess I have a bunch of these questions that... uh, I think yeah. we're running, uh, we're almost done here, right? Yeah, we're, we're basically, that, that one ran pretty long. It was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. It was, yeah, pretty, it was, worth was it. a pretty fun one. <laughs> the the, the fun. only problem is we can never do that again. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, or we could. We could do it with a
3: different pattern.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, that's by the way, is a game, if anybody wants to look that up on Wikipedia, it's known as Zendo. It's based on uh, conversations between Zen priests and their pupils. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's an ancient sort of... Oh, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're,
1: they're, they're Pupples. They're Little Priests, the Pupples. Yeah yeah, 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 the Pupples, the
0: pup-eels. Uh Okay, so... Uh, the following it. three video game characters have just died in a car accident. Oh, my God. Coincidentally, each of you needs a new heart, a new liver, and a new kidney. But but each of you us take, needs
1: all three of those things?
0: Each of you needs all three of those things. Okay. And you can only take one of them from each of these three characters. Oh, man. Okay? So each of you can take one from each character. Okay, Meaning that you're all going to get a heart, a liver, and a kidney, but you just need to choose who gets which one from which character. Okay. And the three characters are Mario, Sonic, and Bonk.
1: I want uh, Bonk's heart. <laughs> Why
0: do you... <laughs> Why do you...
1: <laughs> I think he's probably the healthiest of the three.
0: Why do you think he's probably?
1: The I I think Sonic might uh, might be overdoing it, and his heart, you know, might give out. And I, I don't know enough about his origins to know if he had like a normal heart before he got like modified into yeah. Sonic. If we're going with that origin, I don't. There's too many questions. Like, like I don't I don't know about his genetic modification, so I don't know if his heart's <laughs> okay. Like, well, good. I, so I, I and Mario, fun. I think is, is, is fat. And yeah. and and probably uh, lives a sedentary lifestyle when he's not adventuring. So I'm going for Bonk's heart. I think it's the most solid heart, and I think the heart's the most important component. I call Sonic's Sonic. heart. I'm really gonna I'm really gonna miss you too. So yeah. right. I
2: call Sonic's heart because Sonic has the heart of a champion.
3: You unfortunately did not call Sonic's heart because I did that just about thirty seconds ago. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Whoa. Yeah, so uh, Sonic. Sonic's heart
1: is for well, me. Be- in because... that case,
2: I get Bonk's liver because Bonk is a child and doesn't drink.
1: I get Mario's liver. Whoa, uh, Bonk eats a lot of meat, though. Yeah,
3: he does. Is that good for the liver? Well, that's fine. I'm taking Sonic's liver again because uh, <laughs> Sonic is he's, – he's also – you know, he may have an attitude, but he does not – I don't think he consumes alcohol either unless yeah. that's why he's spinning all the time. Um, I'm going
2: to get
1: a
3: uh, –
2: I'm taking ahead. Mario's kidneys because you never see Mario go to the
1: bathroom. I'm taking Bonk's kidneys. No, (laughs) I wanted Bonk's kidneys. I already got him, and uh, I'm sticking with my rationale, which is that I don't trust any part of Sonic. I don't want any of that in me. He's not compatible, he's not human.
0: It's just because he's not human?
1: No, it's because he's not human, and I don't understand how he became what he is. If he he is the product of some kind of scientific meddling, then we just don't have enough data to know whether his heart's going to hold out. Well, I'm
3: a lot more excited to have my crazy hybrid body that's going to arrive, because I might be a superhuman after this. And, uh, and I-, I think it's a little unfortunate that we accidentally wound up, well, I-, I guess not 100% accidentally on Frank's part, but we all now have 100% of one character each.
1: <laughs> so wait, you're all, whoa. Yeah. Do I not have any of Mario?
3: No. no, I have all of Mario. <laughs> I have all of why, Sonic
1: why did you because take you all took of... all the Bonk, Frank. You just
3: you just jumped on Bonk's pieces no, every no, time. No, no. I, Which I, I
1: part took, of Bonk I took, would I took, you no, want? I took I took Mario's uh, kidney.
3: No, oh, did no, you? Took, no, no, no. I took Mario's kidney. I took
1: Mario's, Mario's liver. Go... I took Mario's yeah, liver. Yeah, yeah, I
2: took Bonk's liver.
3: Okay, so it's just yeah, me who's only levers. Sonic because yeah, I was not... Yeah, you're Sonic. I didn't go fast enough. So you obviously need his parts. I gotta get his part so I can get faster.
2: Congratulations,
1: Brandon! You're when it comes Sonic. to organ claiming. Now, next time this game comes around, you're gonna win. That's right.
3: All right, so I'm Sonic. Yeah. So you, you've I taken did all did of Sonic's parts. ladies that are five times my height.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you've taken Sonic's heart, liver, and kidney. Yes. By so wait, which which part of Bonk would you have wanted?
3: Me? Yeah. Um, I wanted his kidney.
0: Why did you want Bonk's kidney?
3: Uh, you know he he uh, he's real strong, and he does he does eat all that meat and stuff. I don't know. It seems like
0: he's on that caveman uh, diet. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: got he's got a healthy uh, system going, so it seemed like a good one to get.
1: Yeah, I'd want Bonk's parts for the most part, just because. Yeah, I mean he's he his diet and his activity are sort of as the human body was made for. Right, we've. We have evolved to uh, not have to... Well, we haven't quite evolved past that, right? Like, we're still kind of built to eat and act like Bonk, so his parts are probably in really good shape.
0: Yeah. All right.
3: It's all right. I'm going to go fast, everybody. I'm going (laughs) to
0: live. And Jaffe, do you just want to be Mario, or... (laughs) It's-a-me. Do you just want to be able to say it's-a-me all the time?
3: Yeah, and... Uh, be accurate about it. You're gonna have to grow a mustache, Jeffy. Can, can can I uh,
2: can I also have Mario's hair follicles? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, yeah they Mario's weren't damaged got... in
0: the accident. It's fine. Mario's yeah. got a healthy head. Okay, yeah, there go.
2: Uh, okay, so I have the uh, heart and the kidney and the head of Mario
0: and the liver. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we switched livers.
0: Oh, we switched livers. You I switched. Got the, bon- I got Mario's liver. Oh, uh, you yeah. got Mario's liver. Are yeah. you sure that Mario has not done any drinking?
1: No, I'm not sure of that, but I'm willing to risk it.
0: I would, uh, I would, if I were just independent apart from this, I would have wanted. Uh, God, right. see, I would say Sonic's heart, but I don't trust that in a human because I right. think Sonic's heart probably beats like 800 times per minute because yeah, right. he's running so fast. I would want Mario's heart because that Good man does a blood. lot of cardiovascular exercise. It's true. I would want, I would Lord want Lord? Bonk's liver. Because he's on that goddamn caveman diet. Yeah. You know? Uh I'm pretty sure he just eats just leaves off of trees and uh and uh meat. He's eggs. He's, he's
3: always eating the sides of cliffs and stuff. All and Tim, you already have Sonic's kidneys.
0: I already have Sonic's kidneys, basically, yeah. So yeah. I might as well, you know, not trade up for anything different. Uh but the yeah, bonk, so he when he eats meat in the game, dude. Do, does he eat a lot of meat? Because every time he eats meat, he goes insane. Is yeah, he eating meat all day? We we know that cavemen did not eat meat all the time. They only eat meat when they or, or ate meat when they had to kill mm-hmm. a uh, a predator. Yeah, right. When they had to kill a predator for self defense, they'd be like, "Might as well eat this." Yeah, right. It's action meat. That's what the ar- archaeologists have. Uh, archaeologists in coordination with the police have concluded. That, uh, <laughs>
1: they weren't that's... really hunter gatherers then, or, well, I guess you'd be hunter gatherer. I mean, but...
0: Yeah, you're, you're a hunter because you got to keep your area clear. Yeah, I'm just making this up, but I think I've read something like that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I would I would want his uh, his liver, and uh, but I don't know about the kidneys because they probably had serious infections back then.
3: All so. all that meat he eats comes out of a flower anyway. So that's true. It's Who even like, really it's
0: lab grown meat, lab burgers, you know. Yeah. So
2: you basically made all of my choices, Tim.
0: Yes, yes. So that's that's good. That's good that we agree on that. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, that was me as the outsider. Alright, so uh I guess we're gonna move on to a strange lightning round. Uh, Ooh. that is a slightly different from what our lightning rounds always are. Um what I wanna do is uh I want to play a lightning round game called Rank the Series. Okay? Ooh. So we're going to go down every title in a game series, and like in, alphabetical or in chronological order of their release, uh, based on we're using Wikipedia as a reference, and uh, we're going to just rank all of these games in order of which games in the series are the best. And the series I have chosen, and I've chosen this with careful consideration to all of us having different tastes in games, but a series I think we can all talk about with real facts mm-hmm. uh, is the Contra series. Sure. I feel like we can rank the Contra series without getting territorial or weird, and it's a good experiment. So I guess we're going to say the first Contra game is the first game. Right, it's okay. arcade, NES, MSX, DOS, Commodore 64, CPC, cool. the ZX Spectrum. It's all those systems. Yeah, uh, it's the first Contra, so it's number one by default so far. And, and yeah. I want,
1: I want to vote that the definitive version is the NES version, and we vote based on that.
0: I would say that it is the definitive sure. version would be the NES. Yeah. I'd agree with that. So that's number one. So mm-hmm. num- number two in the series is uh, Super Contra.
3: It's
0: we on your Contra. Would yeah, you say you, you'd put it under Contra?
3: I'd put it above Contra.
0: You'd put really? it above Contra? Yeah. I guess what? I, I'd put it above Contra as well. Yeah, it's polished, uh, better level design, and it's designed for... more designed for a home experience. I, I have to say,
2: I am basing my answers on which games are the most fun
0: to watch speedruns of. <laughs> so which one would you give it to? Contra 1 is better than Super Contra. Yeah, okay, it's a tie. Um, so it's a tie? How do we break it? How do we break this tie? Well, I
1: guess I'll just... Uh, I'll give it to you guys because I don't really have a, a, uh, a, an answer for why Contra
0: 1's better so other than it just yeah, Contra, feels better. Super C so far. All right, number three is Operation C for the Game Boy. It was made specifically for the portable, meaning that... Okay, I've played it and the level design's really good. Uh, I think it's uh, a little bit better than Super C uh, and it's designed for a one-player experience, but again, I'm weird, so... It's
3: got it's got that crappy refresh rate, though. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, i put it below Super Contra.
3: That's okay. why I would put it below Super C. All right, so we put it... you
0: agree with that, Frank? Uh, sure. All, All right. right, now we finally well, get
1: wait, to... but the- Wait, but it's better than Contra?
0: No, no. we put it below Super it's, C. It's, it's Contra, bottom. Super wait. C, Operation C. No,
3: su- Super C is supposed to be at the top. Frank gave it up to us.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so Super, Super C, top. Contra, that's good. and then Operation C. Right. Super C supersedes Contra. Okay. hey. hey. So, op- okay, Operation C is under Contra...
1: Yeah, Super safe Contra
0: Operation. So now it gets it, it gets interesting. Contra Three: The Alien Wars for SNES. The top. I want to put it. I want to put it right at the top. I would yeah. put that at
3: the top
1: also. Actually. I'm good at the top. Yeah. Uh,
0: because I want to say Contra Three: The Alien Wars is. It's got it's got great level designs. It's got really neat graphics. It's got that awesome, uh, chimmy brass horns and some yeah. orchestra hits, and it's totally a Super Nintendo game. You know, me Brass they, Horns, and I don't care. Yeah, Chimmy <laughs> <laughs> Brass Horns, and I, D, C. I don't care. So yeah, and even the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy versions are pretty cool of that. As cool. By, yeah. So okay, that's number one. Contra Force for the NES, interestingly, came out after Contra 3 The Alien 1.
1: That is probably last on this list. Okay. No, I'd put it above uh, Operation C, but
2: I would put it below. Contra Force is terrible. Yeah, yeah like but, uh, but Operation C is no fun to watch speedrun, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think the
3: rest of us are not going
0: to agree, and... Anyway. Uh,
3: okay, go, go, then...
0: I would uh, go ahead and put Contra Force on the bottom as well. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, I think it's just, it's a dumb, schlocky game. Yep. All right, now we get into a extremely contentious territory. Uh, Contra Hard Corps, which is about the a rig mortis body... You would put it at the top, Jaffe. Oh yeah, yes. he's, it is he's, the most fun game to watch.
3: If you're going for speedruns, then I would agree that it's at the top. But uh, now this is a this is a hard one for me, and I was not looking forward to this choice because, um, as as I mentioned during our top Genesis pro- podcast thing, yeah. um, I respect this game a lot, but it is too hard for me to enjoy playing. Yeah. And so oh, okay. I would put it below Contra 3 as a game that I would play, but above Contra 3 as, a like, a, an interesting work. So um, I guess, ultimately, though, we're talking about playability,
1: so below oh. Contra 3. I'm, uh, I'm good with that.
0: What, you you would say put it below Contra 3?
1: It's too hard for me, also. I don't want to play it.
0: Oh, man. So now I'm the one who has to... Uh, I'm the deciding vote here, then.
1: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Or I'm not the deciding vote. I'm, uh, do I tip it or do I tie it?
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Tip or oh, tie. Oh,
0: you, tip or tie. I, yeah. tip or, tie. Good Good old face tip or tie. Face the tip or tie. Tip or oh. tie. Tip or tie. <laughs> See, because here's the thing Tinker Taylor, I, tip or tie. Tinker Taylor, <laughs> tip or tie. So, here's the thing that I don't, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm cooler than y'all. Uh, yeah. But, you know, who knows if I am or not. But I think uh, I—it's I, not too hard for me.
3: Okay, that's surprising to me because I haven't—I mean, no offense, I, you know—I haven't seen you play action games with any kind of fantasticism ever. Oh
0: uh, well, you know, we don't really hang out and play hard action games that much.
3: Yeah, I guess we don't.
0: Uh, you, you never—we never like we always talk about playing God Hand. And we never play God Hand. Like, let's come on over and let's play God Hand. I'll, I'll god darn show you something. Yeah, we, gosh, we sh- should Hand have some.
3: Uh, <laughs> we should have a tough games uh, evening or something. Agree. Yeah, well.
0: yeah. I'll god darn show you something. There's things okay, some so anyway. that I'm, I'm pretty good at. So, uh, Contra Three: The Alien Wars has got this this aesthetic to it. It's just got this confidence, and it's got every level's got this theme. And then Contra Hardcore is just so big and weird.
3: Yeah, I like, like the weirdness like, of it. I sure. like
0: both of those mm-hmm. things. I'm gonna go ahead and say we got those two tied, and we can answer that later. Sure. I'm right. gonna say Contra, Hard Corps, and Alien Wars are tied. I will okay. say
2: that Alien Wars is a really fun game to watch, and it, and even though I think Hardcore is better, it's not better by much.
0: Uh, okay, okay, so we've now got a little bit of a discrepancy. That's good. Okay, right. so we got uh, the next two games are good lull times. Uh, Contra. Let Oh, I almost threw up. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> a little sick. Contra Legacy of War.
1: Which, which one is was that?
0: Uh, it was a uh, what do you call it? it American a that... uh, US developed
1: Oh, yeah. PlayStation One? Yeah, and it had a pair PlayStation of PlayStation one uh, Saturn. Came uh, with I'm, a pair I'm, of three D glasses. I've got, I've got no horse in this race. I would Below the Game Boy one.
3: Yeah, it's not I guess I no, would I put it above Contra Force? I'm not sure. It's so weirdly bad that I would almost put it above that but I don't think I I should I think it should be last
0: you want to put it last yeah okay because we do have another American Contra coming up in a moment I believe it so uh, I think Contra Legacy of War is sort of hilariously interesting yeah Uh, and I I wouldn't mind uh, uh, let's let's make a note in our little our little notebook Frank Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you know what our little notebook is? Yeah, right? I got you. Yep. Yeah, let's make it. Let's make a note in our notebook all about right. Contra Legacy of War. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd go ahead and put it last. How about you, Jaffe?
2: Is your notebook about hilarious early three D games?
0: My notebook regards games for me and Frank to play live on our little uh, game livestream show.
2: Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So I, I would put it. I would put it below the Game Boy game.
0: All right. Put it in our notebook. Yes, I would. Would you put it in our notebook? Yeah, yes, uh, and then the next one is uh, C, the Contra Adventure, which is another 3D game that is a Contra game that got horrible reviews. Might as well be
3: the same thing as the last game. Today. I will admit to not having ever played that or interacted with it.
0: Yeah. I will admit to having never played it either. Okay, dead last.
3: That means so, it's last.
0: <laughs> it'll it'll be dead last. All right, we're moving right along. Contra. So- so, oh,
1: um, I'm, I'm asking, maybe I should wait, but, like, are we including... There's a weird, like, bootleg-only Contra game for the Nintendo. Like, like, like what is it? I forget what it's called. It's probably, like, Contra 16 or something, but there's an original Contra game that's an unofficial Contra game that came out. Oh, yeah! NASA. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah. I have seen it.
0: That one's dead last, anyway. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, let's let's not use that one for fear of confusing the populace. Okay. Uh, the next one is Contra Shattered Soldier, also known as Shin Contra, for the PlayStation 2. In the superior language of Nihongo, it is Shin Kontura. So, yeah. uh, I don't like that game as much as you do. I, I like that game a lot, but I understand that it's, uh, it's really hard. It's like hardcore hard, and the weirdness is subtler.
3: The weirdness I don't...
0: is not all out.
3: Yeah, and I don't really like how it looks. That's my recollection, though. It's been a while since I looked at it.
0: It's kind of some muddy, weird 3D. Yeah, oh, I remember God. muddiness.
3: Yeah. That's that's what comes foremost to my mind is muddiness.
0: Yeah, it's it's really muddy. I real. I'd
2: put, it, I'd put it right below Contra and Super Contra.
3: I I would put it at the top of the 3ds. Um, well, yeah. you know, I'd probably put I'd put it, yeah, I'd put it above the 3ds and above Contra Force and uh, that sort of stuff.
0: You would put it? Uh, would you put it below Operation C for the Game Boy? Please say I put no. It above, I, I'd
3: no, I put it above
0: that. Okay, I personally would put it right below Hardcore at the top. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm okay if you guys don't want to. If you guys I, well, I, I, by default, I would
1: place it where Brandon did. But um... hmm. what about you, Jaffe? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm placing it right above the Game Boy game. Well, right what's, ab- what's
0: what's what's above that? Uh, uh, what's Super about Contra. the Game Boy game is Contra. Right yeah. now we have Contra 3, Hardcore, Super C, Contra, and then Operation C. And you're suggesting yeah. we put Shattered Soldier between Contra and Operation C. Yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Let's yeah. put it there, because the original Contra being a beloved classic, I'd still rather play Shattered Soldier just because it's so hard that I, I actually like how weirdly hard it is. Next one is uh, Neo-Contra. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I like. believe to be one of the best action video games ever made. Uh, I want to put it right under Hardcore.
3: That sounds good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Because, uh, I mean, you know
0: what we should do sometime, Brandon? We should play that. Have you ever, you ever sat down and really played that one? I've
3: never really sat down with
1: it. I haven't played. I have played but... it since it was at E3, actually.
0: Oh, man, it's so good. Played it with you. Yeah, yeah, you did play it with me. But, uh, it's, uh... When it was actually released as a game that humans could play, like, in in the world, it was just... It was really good. It was just so finished and so polished. Every level is... And, I mean, it's got that hardcore weirdness just all over it. Just, like, symphonic in its uh, weirdness. It's beautiful. It really is a beautiful thing. So are we all okay putting it uh, underneath the the Alien Wars and hardcore? So we're putting it under hardcore... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'd put it under hardcore as well because I mean we got to keep the weird up there. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Contra Four, developed by our mm. good friends at Way Forward Technologies. Well,
3: Way Forward definitely uh, gives it a real edge in terms of coming up last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: but I don't think it's. But below it's not the as
3: PlayStation bad. PlayStation games. games. I, you know, I would put it. Hmm. I would and make it. The I lowest might, ranked 2D game. I might yeah. put it below Legacy of War,
0: but I'm I'm not sure. All I, right, so you've played Legacy of War, right, Brandon? Yeah, yeah, I, I actually kind of like it.
3: I like I would pl- I would much sooner play Contra Legacy of War than I would play Contra Four.
0: All right, I'm okay with that. I I have played Contra Four and I beat it. Here's here's my experience with Contra Four. I played it. Uh, I I lost all my lives. The first time I played it, I got a game over, which is mm-hmm. part of succeeding in any video game. And then yeah. the second time I played it, I beat the whole game in one continue. <laughs> I, I am not kidding. Like, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I get this game. You're just supposed to play it really slow. Yep. And it's like there was no no anything on it. Yeah, it's kind of boring. I'd put yeah, it over. It,
1: it, it, it does force you to not play it like a Contra game. It forces you to inch through it. Through it.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's just really bad, really bad. So and it was uh, not made by the superior Nihon. So
3: so un- under Legacy of
0: War. Yeah, under Legacy of War, yeah. but above see the Contra Adventure because we just none of War. us know what that game really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and awesome. now I realize we all have to play that game. At some yeah. Point. yeah, Uh Next one is Contra Rebirth, downloadable for the Wii, which I now realize I should buy for my my new Wii U because I can get those games on there. Wii U. Whew! I can also get that Castlevania the Rebirth. So, mm-hmm. have you played this one, Brandon? Yep. What I do you
3: have. Think? Um, and I like it. I like it a fair bit. It's not a crazy, amazing liking that I have for it, but I enjoyed it. It's not nearly as good as that Castlevania Adventures Rebirth, but it's pretty good, and I would probably put it. Um, Below Shattered Soldier
0: Shattered Soldier, yes I have only watched it On the internet And I really want to have played it And uh, I guess now I could probably get it On my Wii U So that's yeah, a cool you thing could. Yeah, and I could also get that Castlevania So wait, did they, Is it, it's by M2, right? It's by yeah, M2 they did, they did Castlevania and Contra And according to their Wikipedia yeah. page They also did Gunstar Heroes for the Game Gear Oh, really? So, yeah, and they also did this. Uh,
3: it makes a lot of sense. Those they MC also did guys.
0: the 3D remakes of Space Harrier, Galaxy Force 2, Altered Beast, and Sonic the Hedgehog for the. They 3D also guys.
3: did um, the uh, friggin' Fantasy Zone uh, PS2 uh, oh. Sega Ages.
0: Oh, I was about to say they did. Uh, they did about ten Sega Ages for the yeah. place. They they even did the Space Harrier Complete Collection the uh, the last Bronx version. Yep. Yeah, uh, Monster World. They're are a bunch of cool dudes. Yep, they are.
3: So I I say below Shattered Soldier.
0: Yeah, I would say that looks good because I mean I've watched it. It just looks like stupid fun. It looks like yeah. something I'd have a good time with. Yeah, it is. All right, is that where we are? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we are. All right. So that's uh that's that. And then the final one, and actually the reason I decided to uh to make this topic is uh, uh hardcore uprising.
3: The I know system works about this game.
0: Right. The I know it exists, but I never
3: played it. One.
0: Yeah, and I keep thinking we should play it, Brandon. Play I should, yeah, buy,
3: no, I agree. We should. I should
0: buy it, and we should play it at my house. Uh, yeah, at some it. point really soon, even. Why the heck not? Yeah, Because uh, sure. it just keeps nagging at me. Because I, 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 I hear people mention it every once in a while on Twitter. And I'm like, is this going to be a thing people talk about? Is this something I should play? I remember playing it at E3, and it had this neat bullet-parry mechanic that reminded me sort of of Alien Soldier and sort of of some other stuff. And I was like, I kind of like this. And I played it for just like 30 seconds. And uh, it's got these big, super silky hand-drawn sprites. And it's like, so where do I I reconcile my wanting to play it with this list of all these games I have played? How high up does that put it? Yeah. Uh, do we yeah. want to say it's better than Contra Force? but under I, operation C. That's where I would put it,
1: yeah. I, I guess I, it's it's you know, it's independent.
3: It's, it's based on very little information for me. Um, yeah, VLI. But I'm okay with that as a as a preliminary. Let's let's see and perhaps revise later.
0: I mean, the no. idea of Arc System Works makers of the Guilty Gear games, Guilty Gear being the fighting game of choice of people who can literally count 60 frames per second they can like literally count the <laughs> frames like with their eyes and their brain uh, the idea of them making a side-scrolling uh, run-and-gun shooting game is neat right Yeah. yeah. and it's like yeah. why haven't I played this in a bunch of detail and I remember there being a select button thread about it and I, it came out two years ago why didn't I play it know. I bought Dunno. that stupid horrible Castlevania for PS3
1: you did yeah. we played
0: it we played it in my house and we hated it it's just Man, this it big terrible. gross dump why didn't I buy that hardcore uprising instead we'll never know uh, so I would I'm comfortable putting it there so are we ready to read the final list that was the most recent contra game thing yeah. yeah which yeah, uh, kind of scares me that they're not gonna make another one or way forward will make it's, another it's one. it's
1: also weird to me that there wasn't like a, an original one for the GVA or something
0: yeah yeah there wasn't there was just that alien Wars strange game, which is actually good. It's actually pretty good. So our final list. Oh wait. We still have the uh, the discrepancy, uh the, the argument uh oh. Contra Three, the Alien Wars versus Hard Corps. I gotta uh, put hardcore at the top. I'm not I'm not leaving <laughs> So Jaffe says gotta be hardcore brand Well, okay. So you know what? I uh in light of the rest of the list.
3: In light of the rest of the list and where I said that I would be much more likely to play um the Rebirth than um other things yeah I should put Hardcore at the top because um while I think that Contra 3 is easier and more fun to play I turn on Hardcore a lot more often than Contra Mm. 3
0: turn it on (laughs) I
3: I I plug it in there and I and I and I boot up my Genesis playing that game a lot more than I
1: play the Super Nintendo well I, I want to put it on top also for the reason being that like if I were to walk away and play a Contra right now having talked about all those I would go play that one so
0: I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let you all yeah, know well. that I actually put hardcore at the top like before, we even had this discussion. I put it up there because yeah. I knew it was going to come back around when yeah. we got through the list. Uh, and the reason why I think it's best to put hardcore at the top is most people's memories of Contra is that it was on the NES, that you could get 30 lives by doing a code. And yeah. anybody whose memory of Contra is that they needed 30 lives to play the game is a noob and a scrub. And the answer credit podcast way of doing things <laughs> is to put the Genesis version. The, the original Genesis game at the top because that's a weird game uh, yeah. it is it is a beautifully weird game it is hard and unforgiving and I it's mean got it's got all those
3: weird paths and conditions and things bizarre endings yeah like mm-hmm. just
0: psychedelic weird endings <laughs> yeah and, I love uh, those but at the core of it it is a a hideously mechanically sound action game yeah with uh mm. it's just a brutally mechanically sound game
3: and you could get very good at it if you
0: chose to yeah and I've, I've, I've seen people hit. who are just mind-blowingly good at it yeah. so I, I would say that's our, our pick for the best Contra game so here it is uh, insert credit podcast rank the series episode 1 uh our, our list of the Contra series uh in descending order let's do it in ascending order Okay. We have number one, Contra Hardcore. Number two, Contra 3 The Alien Wars. Number three, Neo-Contra. I like that top three. Yeah. Uh, number four, Super C. <laughs> number five, Original Contra. Number six, that's for the NES. Now, is, it, is it
1: Super C or Superk? Superk. Superk.
0: superk <laughs> Uh Number, number uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number five, Original Contra for NES. Number six, Contra Shattered Soldier. Number seven, Contra The Rebirth. Number 8, Operation C for the Game Boy. Number 9, Hardcore Uprising, which we have not played, and we might change later to reflect our opinion when we finally do play it. Uh, number 8, Contra Force, uh, which is terrible. Number 9, Contra Legacy of War, which is beyond terrible, but still interesting. Number 10, Contra 4, which is beyond terrible, but uninteresting. Yes. And number, what, 12? Are we on 12? Contra, or C, the Contra Adventure, which we have not played. Very much, or seen very much on, but remember magazine seem like lambasting critically.
1: And yeah. it's on our uh, list. Of, it, it's on of, our the, list. Of,
0: of the best things in life, along both, with... Uh, both... <laughs> yes. Yeah, both Seed Contra Adventure and Contra Legacy of War are on me and Frank's secret notebook. We put them in there. So that's our list. And uh, coincidentally, that is the Insert Credit Podcast, episode Whoa. number 69. Uh, Our final episode, Thanksgiving edition. Uh, you can stick around to join us after the podcast for a quick, very quick audience Q and A, where you can just ask questions in the YouTube comments. We've kind of run hideously over time, so that's a thing. Uh, you could join us, uh, or you can. Uh, you know what else you can do is you can like us on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. facebook.com dot com slash ic podcast. Right? Not ic podcast. I c p o d c a s t. You can follow me, Tim Rogers, on Twitter. I'm twitter.com slash 108. Those are all numerals. Brandon is at Necrosofty, N-E-C-R-O-S-O-F-T-Y. Brandon is, or uh, Frank is at Frank Sefaldi Sefaldi spelled C-I-F-A-L-D-I. That's correct, Tim. And, and uh, Alex Jaffe is at Alex Jaffe, which uh, Jaffe being spelled J-A-F-F-E. Correct. And uh, Alex is spelled A l e. K-Z. No, that's a joke. It's A-L-E-X.
1: Were you named uh, after uh, David Jaffe uh, of God of War? Oh, David
0: Jaffe.
2: He's my dad. Oh. uh, Super Jewish.
0: Oh, David Jaffe's his dad. How sad (laughs) that Jaffe's your dad. (laughs) How sad to have a dad. Oh, how sad to have a dad.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have a sad dad than a mad dad.
0: Oh, also, Mm. you can like us on iTunes, BTW. Mm. Uh, you can, you can go join you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and we actually like it when you do that and uh that's uh that 's all we 've got for tonight uh, remember stick around for the little q and a which sp-
2: can, can we please thank Blaine Brown,
0: who edits the podcast every week yeah, we could do that we could do that go you, you just did it so that's good <laughs> uh, and that 's it that 's all we got i 'm Tim rogers oh.
3: i 'm uh, Frank father.
2: I'm Alex Jeffy reminding <laughs> you to send your questions into the podcast at intercredit.com.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm Brandon Sheffield. And uh this is Podcasting with Power. Podcast Over Yeah!